Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Flash on Target. This is the final Oh, I was supposed to say we are your hosts, Chris. I apologize. <laughs> but uh this was a, the season finale of uh Flash. And I am sad that it is the season finale because this show has been uh, just incredible. Yeah, like this has been one of my like from week to week. Honestly, like this has been one of my my highlight highlights of every single week is uh, watching the show. And honestly, it's just such an emotional like show. Like it's it's kind of like this majestic kind of grand superhero show, something we haven't really seen before on television in terms of these kind of shows. I mean, there's always kind of like you know. I, you think about like Lois and Clark, Adventures of Superman, New Adventures of Superman, and yeah. uh, it kind of had that kind of like just kind of like you know I you know kind of majestic kind of feel yeah. to it. But um, this is more so, and a lot of it you know like has to do with just like the music, man. Like, yeah. The the music highlights everything on this show. Oh my goodness, dude! That main lick, like whenever they they bring that in, um, and even the uh, like the string parts, the the that part yeah. is just incredible. But it's like whenever they hit that, like whether it's simply done on piano, like it was this week at a couple of moments, mm. um, or whether it's just the big like brass, like that's yep. just incredible, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, my rendition sure. of it is obviously terrible. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's beautiful, John. It's beautiful. Yes, I know. It's, they're going to use that next season. Just yep. season actually, opener opens with actually me singing a choir, that. Actually, a choir, like, singing that, like, would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that'd be so cool. Next year. Next Do year. It, guys. It's, like, put some, put some, put some dollars behind that, uh, that idea. So, um, this, this uh, episode... Basically, like, start off and uh, and Barry's trying to decide whether or not to trust Wells um, hmm. once again, and yep. um, and actually and travel through time in order to try to save his mother. Yeah. So this is like the episode. This is the most like confusing and like uh, time heavy episode that we've had yet. Yeah. Um, and it's been interesting, like whenever they first like launched this show, I was always, I always wondered when we would get to this point because I mean the flash and all of his stories, uh, or at least all of his big main stories, a lot of times have, have to do with a lot of time things and a lot of like alternate realities and a lot of stuff like that. And so it's like, it's, it's interesting to me that we got here season one, that it was like they, they, they had this in mind from the beginning, obviously, um, and set up a lot of the characters to be in the place where they're at for the finale. Um, and that was interesting. Like that's, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really well done thing. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, the thing is like, we've known this is coming the whole season and, um, and it's, I really like looking back at the, 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 the season and seeing the arc to this point, they didn't always get it right. And you know, there were some, some episodes that were just throwaway episodes that right. kind of, kind of felt like, like, well, why is this in here? But right. Well, um, they pulled a lot of like the, the one criticism I'll have like of this entire season is that like a lot of the characters, because they knew where they needed to be in this particular episode, they pulled a lot of weird delaying tactics that made them feel just so insincere or so stupid or whatever. Like I'm, and I'm, I'm looking at you, Eddie, and I'm looking at you, Iris, you know, they pulled a lot of these weird like yeah. relationship delay tactics uh, on a lot of the characters that felt very unnatural or, or um, 
they just didn't let the characters live and didn't let them do what they wanted to do or, or what they should have been doing. Um, but they knew where they wanted us to get by this point. And so like, because they had that in mind, they had to pull these weird delay tactics where it's like, Oh, she's with, uh, she's with Eddie and now she's with Barry or now she's like thinking about Barry and now she's with Eddie. And you know, and we can't tell Iris until really late in the season because you know, we still need to be with Eddie. So, I mean, there's a lot of that stuff that was going on. Um, on that front, I thought that the Eddie and Iris thing was handled pretty darn well this episode, um, in, in particular, um, like with Eddie and, uh, and his whole situation, like last episode he basically had cut everything off with, with Iris and was in this weird depression of, of really being manipulated and being affected by Wells. And I don't know, like, I don't know if that's just because like, I don't know if it's because Wells knew that he, that Eddie could ruin it for him. Um, that he tried to manipulate him and tried to like put him down and tried to get him basically out of the way. Um, last episode. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't have an answer for that. (laughs) Again, like I, I just like that. That's the only kind of answer that I really have for like, why was he so adamant about telling Eddie that he was worthless and like, he didn't mean anything and that he should just give up and all this stuff is that he may have known that Eddie is literally the only person that could have, um, stopped him really. Maybe, but like he, I think it would have had the opposite effect. Like if, if, if we're basing, um, that kind of decision, like I, I honestly think that may, that could have made Eddie's decision, um, Easier for him, you know. Like, I'm not, mm. and I'm not saying, you know, like that. That's an easy decision to make. But like, if he's saying, if he's being told, "Hey, you, you never amount to anything. Your life is not worth living. Um, you are, you know, the least respected member of our family. Sorry, yeah. man. You don't even get the girl in the end. You know, like, yeah. If if he really took that to heart and believed it, then it's like, well, this is now the chance to do something I do believe in. Something I do believe will will help uh, make a difference. And so, right. I'm going to do the only thing that I know how to do um, at this point, and yeah. uh, and try to stop um, stop this from happening. And and on, like, it's crazy, dude. Like, I did not see that coming. Did not. Expect I didn't either. It. I didn't either. And it's like, and it's like, it's, that's really incredibly dark subject matter for this particular show. Like that's something that, that you would encounter, um, like that would be more at home on, on arrow or something, you know, where it's, but it's like this bright and bubbly show. And it's like, man, this is quite the way to end, um, the season and end, you know, and end a character even, you know, it's like, that's just, oh man, it's heartbreaking, you know? And, And I don't know. I like that was that was one of those things that I just I I could not believe. Like I was shocked and I was kind of horrified at the same time. Where it's like, oh my, this is where we're going. This is you know this is serious stuff. So, yeah. um, it's interesting. Okay, so I, I do want to mention a couple of things about the uh, the whole time travel thing and and the whole wormhole situation. There's a couple of confusions that I have about that. Um. Like, so he mentions Rip Hunter, which we mentioned the Legends of Tomorrow thing. And so we introduced that character in Legends of Tomorrow uh, in that uh, trailer like that the, that they showed. Um, and he mentions Rip Hunter had a time machine. And so obviously in the future or somewhere along the way, um, they invent this this technology. And it's just like Rip Hunter just has it. Um, and he's a, he's a time master and he's, he goes through time trying to fix things or whatever. And, uh, but how did 
I mean, I want to know where Wells came in contact with him. I want to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, eh, well, did he come into contact or I think it's, you know, like we don't know what time I know in the, we're, we're are you, we're referring to, you know, the Legends of Tomorrow. I'll put the, post the uh, Legends of Tomorrow um, teaser trailer at stayontargetpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the trailer, he says, I'm from the future. And so, right. like, you assume that they ran, you know, like, in the same kind of circles in the future. And possibly, like, that, that makes me question, like, okay, uh, did were they friends? Were they opponents? Like, if... if yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, and he says like he uh, interesting guy, and it's like he's just very non-committal about like about their relationship or about how he's encountered them, or if he even has met him. You know, maybe he hasn't met him before. But I mean, obviously, if he's a, if uh, if Wells uh, or Eobard has traveled through time, I mean, maybe he's bumped into him. Um, right. Another another confusion about that that I have: if Eobard's entire timeline is erased, like he's erased from this thing because eddie dies right right how does that not then corrupt the entire timeline causing uh barry's mother to come back to life and basically do everything that uh barry was supposed to do whenever he had gone back in time or whatever um just in one like fell swoop how does that how does that not like revert Agreed. That and that was that was my question. I was going to bring that up whenever he started talking about like the 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 way that time he was saying time worked. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense based on itself uh, because basically the entire timeline should have at that point collapsed and it exists no more. If it works the way they say it works, because they're saying it works like where if you kill your you know your ancestor, then you don't exist down the line. Well, right. if that if that's the case, then things you do down the line don't take place. Right. But but here's the here's the the catch twenty two. Uh, if those things down the line don't take place, then Eddie never shoots himself to kill um, Doctor Wells in the first place. Right. So it's like that's... this is this loop that depends on itself to exist. So does it just become a pocket reality, like where where it's it's a uh... I mean, it's it's definitely an anomaly. Like where like, I just feel like that would just ripple. I don't know. And yeah. maybe maybe that's why the wormhole reopens and basically creates a black hole. Um, I mean, possibly. You know, yeah. Like that's when that's whenever like crazy weird things would start happening. You know, like I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. In both in real life or in like this world of what happens whenever time starts collapsing on itself. Yeah. I, I mean, know. is is that you know does a does a uh, singularity just pop up every time you know fi- time just screws itself up? I don't know, and like that's just such a weird weird thing. And it, honestly, like we've we've talked about it before uh, on the show, and that, that's one of the things I like about the show is they try to explain things, but. Even the first time we talked about time and the first time Barry had gone back in time and like some of these things like there were residual effects and like time tries to sort of correct itself or like where if one person dies in, in one timeline, another person dies on the other other side. And so like it all it always tries to correct itself. But we I don't know. It's like we, we whenever. Uh, oh, the that the firestorm, half a firestorm, the doctor. Uh, what is his name? Um, oh, Stein. Dr. Stein. Um, yeah, Dr. Stein. So he, whenever he talked about it before, he was like, we just don't know, and we don't know if it works this way. He's like, and honestly, it may work all of those ways or none of those ways. So yeah. it, like, opened the door to, like, basically anything can happen. And that's, you know, depending on what you look at in the comic books and depending on what... Um, 
what what version of the DC universe you look at, um, time travel travel does have different uses in that universe. So sometimes it works this way or sometimes it works that way. It just kind of depends. So I don't know, man. It's It was confusing to me. Yeah. Third thing about that whole time travel sequence that like confused me. Whenever Wells was getting in his machine, his time machine, to go through the wormhole, right? Yeah. A helmet flew out of the wormhole and landed there. That is the original Flash's helmet. Um, so what in the world? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and then and they say, what is that? And he says, it's time for me, or tells me that it's time for me to get out of here. So, like, I half expected the original Flash, like, Barry to not come back through the wormhole, but the original Flash to come bursting through the, the wormhole and smash him in the face. Like, I expected someone other than Barry Allen to come back, like, you know? Like- yeah, like future Flash. Yeah, like like a, a future Flash is coming ar- back around to to like this is it, you know, you know, I don't know. It's like it just it was struck me as an odd thing to just throw in and it's like usually like these shows like they'll have nods to other uh other types of um like other DC universes and other things, but like that one just was completely weird to me. Hang on, are you sure that's who it was because hang on, let me see. I was reading something that was talking about that. Let me pull it up. Cool. In reference to, uh, like, while you're looking that up, uh, I, I like in reference to the rest of the episode. Man, we had some heavy hitting emotional scenes. Um, there is one in particular with uh, with Joe and with Barry that just destroyed me. Man, it was like it was so heartbreaking. Whenever he's yeah, essentially whenever he was, saying, whenever he was saying, you know, like, yes, go back in time, save your mom, and then our relationship will never exist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mean, it was the, the it, quote that I have here. I'll, I'll say it now. And I'll, I might say it again, like later on, because it's just, it was one of my favorite quotes of the entire series. He says, I've always dreamed of saving my mom and freeing my dad, but I never thought it would mean losing another parent in the process. And it's like, that is just, that's so hard, you know? Yeah, I mean, what's what's crazy is, you know, I think, I don't know when it was, but it was a few episodes ago, uh, maybe a couple months back, and uh, Joe was, was basically uh, telling Barry, you know, you're the best, you know, um, I need Barry Allen. Um, I yeah. can't remember exactly, it was basically whenever Barry was kind of feeling like he didn't belong anywhere, and like, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, Joe really told him how much he's meant to him and his family, and yeah. like that well, sucks, it, yeah. you know, it's kind of, you know. Joe's basically saying, this is how I feel. Like, that's how he feels. And then yeah. in this episode, you know, he's basically putting that aside and saying, okay, well, you should do what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's good, great advice. It's it's hard, super hard to do, but that's what makes him a great father figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, he's just awesome. Awesome. Um, and then the other emotionally hard-hitting episode or uh, moment to me was with Barry and, and, uh, and his mom. And that was... Oh my gosh! Ugh. Well, like to to finally get to that point where you're like, okay, this is maybe I mean, this may be his only shot ever, yeah, to save her, and to be no one told not to, and to hold back and not do it, and not save her. Yeah, you know, I don't, man, I, and and we don't know the 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 reasons why. Yeah, you know, future Barry told current Barry to not save his mother and but like it's interesting that he trusted trusted himself enough to not do it well i mean and and honestly like i 
I had hangups the whole time and it was obvious that Barry had hangups the whole time. And it wasn't just the idea of like, if I do this, um, the, the universe will collapse on potentially collapse on itself. It's like, it wasn't even that like, really, it was this, the hangup of like, that this won't be my life or like this changes so much and affects so many people other than him. Like it just, it affects, like, we don't even know who this could potentially affect. Um, with what we said before, where like the timeline kind of tries to correct itself or like the same things kind of happen, same general things happen, but to different people and, and things like that. Like, we, we don't know what potentially, <laughs> what potentially could have occurred. You know, it's like, we don't know who this affects. This right. could have changed numerous people's lives and people who couldn't have maybe even said, yeah, I'm okay with you doing this, Barry. It's like, while he did talk to basically all the people that he has relationships with it, you know, he didn't talk to, he didn't like take a vote for the, with the city, you know? Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like, the, it's, it's, it's a hard call. And it, I like was wondering, okay, so say he goes back and he saves, uh, saves his mom. He, his childhood would be completely different and maybe he would be a completely different person. Um, and maybe he would end up like making different decisions about like as the flash, because obviously he still becomes the flash, but it's like, maybe he would have made different decisions. And that's why Eobard, uh, got mad at him in the first place. So if you continue down this timeline, Eobard actually, like, as he says, said this episode, he basically likes him. He's like, yeah, you're, you know, basically you're a good guy. And I, I view you as a, as a son figure or whatever. But like maybe he would be a like a just a, a different personality, and so I don't know, man. It's it's a hard call. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, and, and then again, it, I mean, again, it comes down to like he trusts himself enough to not do it, and yeah. So, um, and it's weird, you know. Like we've been building toward this all season, and it's you know it's in the show opener, um, yeah. Like that, this is kind of what we're kind of what we're moving toward, and. It'll be interesting to see, like, what is his motivating factor now? Um, I don't yeah. know, you know, and and there's will there always be that question in his mind, like, well, should I, like, what should I have saved her? You also yeah. wonder, like, okay, in this loop, okay, this this kind of like weird time version of time, yep. was he was he always there in the first place? And so, yeah, like, that's what I was wondering. If maybe we look back at season uh, at the pilot. And do we then see him somewhere like opening and closing a door really quickly? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, or like the other thing is like, okay, does he grow up to be that future version of himself? And he tells him himself later to not save his mother because of some reason that we haven't seen yet. (laughs) I know. know? Right. Yeah. Okay. Here's go ahead. Or like you look at, um, I don't know. It's like in the comics, like sometimes like he would, he would visit this timeline or even like Eobard. Like, I mean, if we say Eobard's basically gone, like Eobard's not coming back. Like in some timelines in the comics, like Eobard would consistently like literally try to go back in the past and change every, like he would, he would go back, try to change it and just continually went back to the same time period and tried to, tried to do it again. Um, tried to do everything like differently again and it always failed or, or it always like happened a certain way or he couldn't ever fix it. And so like, I mean, I don't know if that's maybe the case. Maybe we, this isn't the last time that we see this, uh, this moment. Maybe he goes back here again. Who knows? Like it could be, it's possible for him to do that. You know? Yeah. Uh, the, the, it'll be interesting also to see like 
how this really did affect the timeline, or I'm talking about, um, or how they put it back together, like yeah. in in the season premiere, because I believe that uh, I can't remember the actor who plays Wells. He's signed on as a season regular for next year. Really, um, Tom, Tom Cavanaugh. Really, and so <laughs> what does that mean? Oh man, let, let me pull um, this up. Let me see if it, that's true or not. What about Eddie's character? Is Eddie in? Uh, like, is Eddie's is the actor that plays Eddie? Is he in next season too? I don't know. Let me try to find that article real fast. Um, but yeah, dude, like I don't, I just don't know where this goes. And we're obviously opening the door and opening the can of worms to time because we have not only this, but we have the Legends of Tomorrow. And both of them are going to be dealing with time. And Legends of Tomorrow looks amazing in that it's going to be dealing with one of my favorite villains, uh, DC Comics villains, uh, Vandal Savage. And so that's just going to be amazing. But I like, I just legitimately don't know where this is, this is headed. And there are a lot of parallels and a lot of similarities between the shows and kind of the comics, but it, uh, they're based on the comics, but they aren't the same. Like it's, you can't really pull from the comics and say, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Um, cause that's just not the way this is working and that's not the way arrow or the flash work. So I, uh, I'm interested to see what happens, man, because we've eliminated, uh, one of the biggest bad guys from, the Flash's rogues gallery in season one. Um, and maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's, uh, that's not the case. Like maybe he returns somehow, but I don't know. I just, it's, it's up in the air. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me look at this article here. It looks like, um, so, uh, Andrew Kreisberg, who's a producer for the flash, uh, he's comparing, um, spoilers for, Spoilers for Arrow, last, I guess, earlier this season's yeah. Arrow. Um, but uh, he's comparing his death to Katie Lotz's death, and, and he says, as with, both of the, as with both of those actors and characters, they live to come back another day. While Rick won't be a regular, Flash is the kind of show between hardcore sci-fi and time travel that I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't the last we've seen of Eddie Thawne. Um, so he won't be a season regular, but um, he could appear again. Uh, the, hmm. But they specifically ask him about Tom Cavanaugh. And he says Tom Cavanaugh will continue to be a regular on Flash. Is all I am prepared to say. So hmm. that doesn't mean though that he he's that I guess that doesn't mean that he's Eobard Thawn. That could just mean he's playing the real Doctor Wells. In That's some interesting too because if Doctor Wells doesn't exist. Uh, or if Eobard doesn't exist to kill Dr. Wells and to take his identity, wouldn't that mean that Dr. Wells is alive and well? <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, uh, Dr. Wells is definitely dead. You know, like we saw him dead on the side of the road. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. But I mean, like now that, and I guess I'm just going back to that idea of like, wouldn't everything that, that Eobard has done because his identity and his, his, he's been ripped from existence. Uh, wouldn't everything that he ever did just be, it just undone. And I just, I don't know. Like that's just, it, that's a weird, weird thing to just like to introduce right at the end of a season of television and not explain. Yeah. I mean, but this is the thing, like, uh, this is not, this was never set up in the show and this is just an interview afterwards. So it's like, you know, you kind of leak these things afterwards. And right. uh, I mean, we'd figure it out eventually whenever like the credits for, you know, the, the show come back or like, you know, the, the call sheet for, for season two and all of a sudden um, and Tom Cavanaugh's characters on there. And so like, yeah. you know, 
especially like the, you know the thing that I the thing that I like about it is he was such a, a likable character. Um, mm-hmm. They made him such an interesting person and a dynamic character that, honestly, I kind of hated to see him go. Like, it wasn't like yeah. I was like, yes, he's dead. It's not like Darth Vader's dead or like, you know, the, the Emperor's dead. It's like, yeah, yeah he's, he's dead and he needed to go because he's really bad. But they did a really good job of making me like him. Yeah. Yeah, and like yeah, like I said, he's one of my favorite like Flash villains. And as much as like Flash has some of the coolest, other than Batman, he is the best Rogues Gallery of other of all the DC Comics uh, heroes. But it's like you have uh, the Reverse Flash, you have Captain Cold, and you have Gorilla Grodd. Like those are the big three for the Flash in my mind. And and so now you've just removed one of the biggest bad guys that uh, the Flash has. So I don't know. We'll see if he uh, if he stays dead somehow yeah i don't see what we'll see what happens with him and Um, as we know with katie lots like it could be an entire year before you see that character again and maybe they come back so right what do you think about um caitlin and uh firestorm getting married i dude that was a hilarious scene like okay so this is the first episode that i have really enjoyed the dynamic of firestorm um both uh ronnie and um and Dr. Uh, Stein are both really interesting characters, but in previous episodes, I I really haven't attached to them as like characters or as like personalities or whatever. But this episode did a really good job of them like bantering back and forth, where like their time away on the run on the lamb have have made them better people and have made them uh, understand each other more. And even like there in the ceremony or whatever, he's like, you know, talking to him. He says something like, let me see. I have the quote right here. Uh, Stein says, he says, as the kids say, this will be legit. And then Ronnie says, no one says that, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. So it's like, or he says, no kids say that. And it's like, yeah, it's, it, they definitely have like a good uh, chemistry. Um, as for like uh, Ronnie and Caitlin, like I don't know, their relationship has been really strained. Like the whole time that we've we've seen them, we never really saw them before the disaster, other than one small little two second flashback or whatever. And so we really don't know their characters outside of crisis, um, outside of a uh, some sort of a, a dramatic situation going on. So we will see how that works and we'll see how their chemistry really shakes out in the long run. Um, as it is now, I just, I just don't know how to feel about them as a, uh, as a relationship. So, yeah. Um, uh, is he, are they going both, are both versions of Firestorm? Are they going to move to the Legends of Tomorrow? I don't know. Like they're in the they they're in the that teaser, right? But so were so was the Flash and Arrow, and so like, yeah, I think so that was first, a lot of people. I th- and I in like fact, I th- on on this episode of the Flash, whenever he's uh, in the Speed Force or he's looking at the Speed Force, right? Um, right. He saw a scene from that trailer. So I mean, was the like is the Flash there? I I don't know. Uh yeah, I mean, well, I'm I'm just like my point was like okay in the first episode like obviously like the Flash and Arrow are there so like okay, they aren't going to be season you know series regulars on that show. I don't know mm. if Firestorm necessarily will like mm. yeah, the Adam won't be uh, or will will be, but I don't know if like I don't I just don't know if Firestorm like he's like a, pr- a pretty integral part of the uh, 
the Flash world right now, but that doesn't mean that he could, couldn't be on both, I guess. Yeah, and uh, Captain Cold seems like a pretty integral part to uh, to like some of the Flash's villains. So, I mean, like I said, I, I don't know if this this really sets him out from that role or like what's going to happen. Um, but you're right, Firestorm really. I mean, at the moment, he you know he's Ronnie's married to to Caitlin, like one of the one of the characters has been on the flash from season or from episode one. So I don't know. That's, that's a tough call, man. Yeah. Um, man, I'm trying to think, uh, like the, the things that I liked best about this episode were like the emotional, the emotional pieces between, um, Joe and, and Barry. And this has been like, this has been, they've been kind of the, the crux and the foundation of this show for me ever since the first episode. And I've always loved seeing that kind of father and son relationship in it. Like there's, I don't think there's anything else on television like this, especially not in a superhero show. And, uh, and I love seeing it. Like it's just every single time, like they do such great jobs, Grant Gustin. And, uh, what's the actor who plays Joe? Like he is They're They're both just amazing. Yeah, you know, and what's interesting, you mentioned like that this isn't anywhere else in TV. I, I want to say that's very accurate because a lot of times in other dramas, like so many parent-child relationships being portrayed on TV are so riddled with with uh, anger and resentment and a lot of a lot of drama and a lot of a lot of things. And, and while while they have their disagreements, um, Joe and Barry are always on each other's side and they, they have been um, a very healthy relationship, a very healthy TV relationship, more so than the Iris Joe, uh, you know, parent child relationship, you know, has been. Right. But, and so it's nice to see that being portrayed on, on, on TV and being portrayed in media. Cause a lot of times like, and, and I think about this all the time too, where you have a lot of uh, like um, love interests and a lot of love relationships portrayed on TV and in, in drama and in movies and things, but most of them aren't incredible. Like they're not, uh, they're not on each other's side a lot of times. Like a lot of times, like they'll insert things in there to separate them and to, you know, keep them on each opposite sides and they're fighting and they're manipulating and they're, you know, so they're not really healthy relationships, but this is a very compelling portrayal of a pretty healthy, uh, parent child relationship. And that's, that's really nice. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Um, his name is uh, Jesse L. Martin. That's yeah. Joe's the actor who plays Joe. Oh, cool. Like, what do you what do we expect from next season? Like, we obviously like we talked up last episode. We we expect you know there to be some kind of showdown with the Rogues Gallery. Um, they're gonna have to fix all this somehow. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> like, does, uh, okay, does Barry so... travel through time again, back in time again to fix all this? Like, does he? Uh, did we pull what they did a few episodes ago, and he like travels back in time to undo everything they just did? Maybe, and now because, that he knows where 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 Eobard is, he yeah. doesn't stops him. Because think about think about how he traveled in time this time, right? So he traveled in time by going super super fast and then hitting a particle. The first time he traveled back in time, he was running back and forth very 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 fast um, to whip up a bunch of dust and sand. So I assume that that occurred by him hitting a particle. Correct? Possibly. I mean, no, because that happened, like, whenever he traveled back in time, you're talking about um, whenever he's stopping the tidal wave. Yeah, the beach, yeah. I mean, whenever he traveled back in time, um, he was in the middle of a street, like, he was in the town. Yeah, but he was... in the city. 
but wasn't he thinking i don't know like i mean he traveled whatever time he was thinking about this episode so i wonder if maybe he had thought about that specific memory um before he yeah i'm sure i'm sure that happened but i i I don't think he has to hit uh, my point is i don't think he has to hit a particle i think he can just run fast enough and go back in time like i the, the the entire reason for hitting the particle in in the finale was so that he created the would create the wormhole that Eobard so, could travel through. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Like um, I think I think I think the Flash can travel through time now. Like that's kind of established just on a, like at his will, kind of like what he thinks about. Yep. Um, he just has to control it. The other thing was for Eobard's. Um, I see ability to travel through time. That makes sense. So, with that being like that that. Like if he's going to be running incredibly fast around this the the rim of this like singularity that's emerging in order to try to reverse it somehow, or maybe it's you know it's probably not a singularity yet; it's probably a wormhole right now uh, that's just growing into a singularity. Um, so I mean, like I'm just wondering. You're right. Does he maybe travel back in time, or does this thing swallow the entire universe and reset the timeline to some previous point? Like maybe this was generated because of the uh, because of the fact that like it, this timeline legitimately couldn't exist based on what has happened. Um, that a descendant of someone who from this timeline went back in time, did a bunch of stuff, and then is no longer in existence, and so it just like it just ends. Um, is maybe this this just going to go back and, and reset us to to some point somehow? Um, I don't know, man. I just don't know how this all gets fixed. So I don't know either. And what I don't want to happen is what they did last time, where they just kind of erase it all like that. That I feel like, is, and I don't think they will. In the fact that, right. like they said, that Eddie's not necessarily coming back as a season regular and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. We'll see what it, we'll see what happens. Well, and we also have this uh, to think about. I think something's going to get reset. I don't know what is going to get reset, but I think something will. Um, and here's why. We talked about, we made a point to talk about Cisco remembering the other side timeline. So, yeah, and but- the fact that he has powers that allow him to do that. And so I'm wondering if, if, we, if we, I mean, obviously Cisco will remember what happened if we change anything. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think that's the last we've heard of Cisco's powers, and I don't think that's the last that we've uh, we've heard of any of that. So I don't know, man. It's it's uh, that's something to think about too to factor into this. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like I don't know that that means I don't know what that means really. <laughs> like I, I think he has powers now, like, and I don't really know. I don't I don't know why Wells was really trying to like tell him that, other than you know to. And, you know, Wells is a complicated guy and that, like, we talked earlier, like, he cares about these people, but he also does not really care about them. You know, like, right. he's, he's grown to like them in, in, his, in his manipulation of them. And so, right. um, which is a weird place to be and it's played very, very well. Like, you know, does a phenomenal job playing that character. Right. Um, but I don't, know what, I don't know what Cisco's powers mean in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and uh, and even at that, it's it, he. You're right. He cared about him, and, and really cares about these characters. But he didn't care enough to to apologize even for killing him. You know, because <laughs> he was like, right. "I'm sure I had a good reason." Yeah, right. and so like that's just so cold. But uh, I don't know, man. It's it's so so strange. Um, how many boots do you give this episode, Chris? I give this episode five boots. Five full boots, all the way laced up. All the way. That's pretty pretty impressive to get five pairs of boots on. 
I think this is the second one we've, we've, we've doled out, though. Yeah, I think so. I want to say, like, yeah, you're right. We What was the other one? I don't remember. Uh, um, I, I think it was the other one where he went back in time. Ah, uh, yes, that's before right. He, before he fixed everything. So basically, we just like time travel a lot. Yep, yep. No, uh, that's what it appears. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, so I will finish this with a couple of quotes. All right. Um, I will do uh, this right here. We have uh, the, one of the most powerful lines. Is It was really simple, and it was, uh, it was by dad and by son before he left. And it was very much felt like Barry was like, like everyone was going to die. Like, and basically that that's the, the vibe. It was into the world vibe style stuff. Uh, this episode, cause it was like the, the marriage between Caitlin and, uh, and, uh, Ronnie and then all of the goodbyes that Barry said and you know, that whole thing. But the, whenever he says bye dad and then he says bye son and they hug him and uh, Barry and Joe hug. And then that was it. Like that was just super powerful. Um, and then we have Cisco who says, may the speed force be with you, which was awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, and then the last one, uh, again, it was, I never dreamed of saving, or I always dreamed of saving my mom and freeing my dad, but I never thought it would mean losing another parent in the process. It's Such heavy. an awesome episode, man. So that's it for this week of this show. Um, make sure you guys check out our, uh, arrow on target finale review um and uh and head over to standtargetpodcast.com this week on the main podcast we are reviewing tomorrowland uh the movie from brad bird uh and disney and uh yeah thank you for listening uh, each and every week um to everyone who listens to uh, to this show and to Arrow and to our normal podcast, you can catch us during the summer on our normal podcast every single week. But um, but thank you for for listening to this, and uh, we really appreciate um, your uh, your attention and um, you taking the time out to let us spend uh, half an hour or so every single week with you. I think that's it for this week and we'll for this season. And for this season, we will see you next time on Flash, Flash on Target. Target.